0: Rolling.
1: Rolling. Five, four, three, three, three two, two, one. Two, 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 one.
0: You're listening to American Slacker
2: Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers.
1: You'll see a hair, a human male, both the of his testicles,
0: Welcome to American Slacker Podcast, as always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse, and today we are joined by our guest, Rachel Smets.
3: Hi.
0: Um, Can you tell the audience uh, a little bit about your background?
3: Sure. Um, I'm Rachel Smith. You pronounce it really well. And oh, nice. I am, <laughs> um, for me, it's um, I'm an author. I wrote two books. I co-authored other books. I did two TEDx talks. So I'm a speaker as well. I'm a teacher. I'm an expert in cultural differences and I'm a cultural trainer. I'm also a teacher at the university, international business. And basically, my main thing is living abroad. So my main passion is living abroad, living in different countries. And that's What all my courses are about, what my books are about, and what my passion is, and what I'm doing right now, because I'm actually originally Belgian. Okay. And I'm standing in Canada right now. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) well. In a nutshell. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was checking nice. out
2: your Instagram and I saw you, you, you're you very active. You post a lot of photos, you know, and it, it just it shows you're very about exploring your 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 surroundings and, and learning and getting in there, you know, and not being hesitant about it. And I really enjoyed that with your TED Talks, which, you know, at this point, people definitely go over to YouTube and check out. She has uh, two TED Talks up. Um, one's titled Your Next Step and the next one is called Stop Comparing. Amazing. I, uh, very inspirational and refreshing stuff
3: thank you yeah thank you so much and it is what i do i want to show people that you know you can achieve your goals and your dreams if you believe in it you know that's mm. that's the thing and and i want to show that you know i'm 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 not 20 anymore and i'm still traveling and i'm still doing it and so i don't think there should be any excuses and i just want to encourage people to you know, for me, my big drive is I don't want to grow old thinking, what if I had done it? Mm. You know, what if? That's what a, if? Yeah. And I'm, you know, I've passed 40 now and I'm, you know, I don't want to, I still don't want to say what if. I want to do it. I want to keep doing it. So, yeah.
2: Was this, uh, that's, that's a great message. Yeah. Yeah. Very great message. Um, now, was this something that started from like birth or did this, some, is this spark over time, like in your youth or after youth?
3: Yeah. Definitely not at birth because if you know my family and my parents, they're like, based in one town and Mm. they will not move and even (laughs) have a one-hour drive it's like ooh, the end of the world you know so they keep telling me like who do you have that from Rachel it's like not from us you know so Mm. um yeah I guess as a child well I know we never traveled a lot it's definitely not for my family so I kind of um I was working when I was about um 19 and I had a lot of um expats as customers Mm. and so I talked a lot to those people and um I thought, hmm, you know, that's interesting living and working in another country and exploring other things and just experiencing that. So I started the very first time it took me a year. And that's what I tell people. I never, you know, jump off a cliff or just, you know, go do it. No, I took really a year to prepare, to talk to people, to say, like, you know, to kind of investigate, like, what is this all about? You know, living mm-hmm. in another country, what do you need to know, what do you need to prepare? And so I did all of that. And at that time, I, I, I needed a job as well. I mean,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and I needed income because that's a big mm. part of, uh, you know, very important part. So, yeah, long story short, I, I applied for different jobs in different countries. And then my first country, I chose Spain. Oh, and I moved. Wow. And from then on, I didn't go back. You know, it, it, that was in 2003. And, did, um, did you
0: know Spanish when you had moved to Spain? Was that part of the preparation?
3: yeah it is and it's something that um i mean i love languages okay i speak six languages now um, but it's something that i learned as well and it's something that from all the people i interview and and talk to the number one key when you go to another country is the language and Mm. that could be a real challenge a real struggle but it's the one thing that i really encourage people like Learn some basic conversation. And that's what I did. You know, like three months ahead before I moved, I mean, you know where you're going to go, right? So then I kind of made a list of some vocabulary words, like really basic words, and so that you can at least make a basic, you know, hi, how are you, or where's this road, or what's the direction, or thank you, or just some basic little Mm -hmm. things. And then once you're there, you know, you make an effort of talking to locals Mm -hmm. and, and improving your language. Uh, but you have to prepare, you know, don't go to another country thinking, Oh, I'll learn it when I'm there because that's when you're in trouble. Because mm. once you arrive, you need, you need to find out some stuff. And if you don't know a word that's making your life hard. Yeah. And there's so many other things going on when you move to a new country, there's so many other things you have to do and settle and get ready and yeah. you don't have time to learn a language then. So when you're still at home, do it then mm. you have time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like finishing school. Once you finally get there, I'd imagine it's like fast track, like filling in the gaps that you didn't really pick up on, like, you know, certain dialect, like pieces or, or slang even, you know, like I'd imagine it probably fills in like a puzzle at that point. Right. Once you have your basis and move. Yeah, Yeah,
1: exactly.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what, what languages do you know?
3: Um I'm uh well my, my native language is Dutch, uh okay. although I you know I speak and, and do everything in English. Uh and then my second language is French, my third is English, and then comes uh Spanish, Italian and uh here's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh Italian and Spanish, yes. That's okay, wow. And, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting by with Portuguese and that's my next thing that I would love to, to know. But again, it's a language is something that it's, it's interesting. I mean, I've tried a few others, but it's interesting if you can practice it, Mm -hmm. if you have no use with it at all, then it makes no sense. And you're not gonna, you know, you keep, you need to keep practicing languages. Mm,
0: Absolutely. So, uh, Spain, where, where else have, have you, uh, lived abroad?
3: I was um, in uh, Scotland, I was in England. I always mention those two, I know it's United Kingdom, but it's just such a world of difference between oh, yeah. Scotland and England, so I just oh, wow. always mention those two as two different countries. Yeah. Um, also in Germany, also a year in France, oh, wow. um, the States, and twice for a shorter time, but to- twice in India.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. Man.
3: And I'm in Canada. No oh, in Switzerland. The whole summer I was in Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, it goes from it goes from um yeah, it goes from shorter times, like several months, to I think the maximum was two years. Oh, and the Netherlands, of course. The Netherlands, yeah. So that was my that's my longest one. Wow. Yeah.
2: That's gotta be amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean I've only traveled abroad. I mean making the jump to actually like moving your life there Working. that's big.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
0: Is, is there anything that you would say is like a key uh, factor that people should, like, especially I would think getting a job would, like you said, be one of the hardest things. Yeah. Is there anything that people can do if they're like, Hey, you know, I want to live in this specific country. How do I get employed there essentially?
3: Yeah. Well, there's many things. That's why I wrote the book and I made the course living abroad successfully. Mm -hmm. um, Because there's many things you need to consider. And it depends from person to person, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you're retired and you just want a nice country to retire and you have enough, you know, income to go by. Maybe you do need a job. And for me, I I had several jobs, you know, now I'm a freelancer, I'm an entrepreneur and I do things online, but I applied for a job and sometimes I applied for different jobs in different countries and I just went wherever they you know, they took me, you know, oh, like wow. fine, fine by me. Um, sometimes I knew exactly which country I wanted to go to and I applied for a job there. So, but it depends, you know, I, I used to work in the corporate world. I, I now I'm, I'm, I'm also teaching, um, but it's, it's, uh, it really depends what your profession is, what you want to do um, and, and then go from there.
2: Hey everyone, my name is Drew and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch.
3: So everything starts with, you know, your research and your preparation. Mm. That's the number one key. And that's also the number one mistake of people like, oh, you know, it's, I love going to Spain on a holiday, you know, so let's go there. I'm going to live there. And then suddenly you live there and you realize like, whoa, there's rules and laws and different things and different habits and different culture. And suddenly you get homesick and you go back and then you feel like a failure and disaster. Mm. So that's what I don't want people to do. Yeah. So the research preparation, depending, you know, are you a freelancer, are you going to work online? Um, Do you like, what climate do you like? Do you want, you know, do you like winter and summer or do you prefer the sun and the beach? Can you deal with rain and storms? Um, What language? You know, if you're not good in languages and you don't want to learn a lot of language, then stick with a country that you know speaks English. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of countries where you may think they speak English because you think, oh, the whole world speaks English, right? But Mm -hmm. no. Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you, no. (laughs) So be careful. Um, And um, so, yeah, location is is important. Um, Housing. You know, maybe you can rent out the house where you are now or sell it and then you have money again to go buy. you know, the first year maybe. Um, there's a lot of things to think about. Where are you going to live? Are you going to rent a place? Or are you going to buy a place? Um, my advice is to rent first and then buy because you get to know the rules and the laws again of the country and you want to know for sure mm-hmm. if you want to stay there. Um, there's language. There's culture. Okay. My passion is culture and that's a big thing. I mean, it's not for nothing that they call the term cultural shock. You arrive in a new yeah. country, and then there's actually four phases to adjustment. The first phase is the honeymoon phase. <laughs> right? Honeymoon yeah, it's yeah. like, yay, I'm excited. It's like holiday, and everything's cute, <laughs> and everything's great, and it's exciting, and you discover things. And then comes pretty fast the second phase the frustration. You know, you go to the grocery store, and you think, damn, you know, where's the milk? Where's yeah. my peanut butter? Where's right. the bread? You know, everything is different. And, um, so then you get frustrated. You don't know your way around. The public transportation is maybe you know, late or not on time or not mm. frequent or I don't know. But everything seems, you, know, you don't connect to people, you don't have your friends, you miss your family and friends, big thing. That's, that's why mm. I keep talking about making friends and making connections, it's super important. Mm. And um, so that's a frustration phase and that can take a long time. Mm. And that's where people sometimes get really homesick and lonely and they stay in there for months, sometimes mm. even years. And then comes a small adjustment, you know, the phase of adjusting where you kind of get to meet people, you get some connections, you make some friends, you get used to the food and the habits and the festivals and whatnot. (laughs) And um, and then the last phase is really when you can call it, hey, I'm home. Mm -hmm. And that's for me the key thing. like. You know, when people say, where's your home? Well, right now, this is it. I'm, I'm, I'm at home. You know, I'm in Canada. Wherever I sleep at night, that's my home. I make it my home really easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and I adjust easily because I've done it many times. But when you can call it, if you still call home where, you know, you grew up, then, you know, you're not adjusting well. So so that's the cultural thing. Um, and then, yeah, the settling in part. That's another part of, um, you know, how do you settle in? How do you create a routine? Mm-hmm. Um and that's the thing that i that i advise you know i create a routine as fast as you can you know i arrived here on the second day i had a membership at the gym because i know for me going to the gym is part of my routine mm-hmm. it's part of ways of meeting people for me as well it's my kind of social thing you know not to be alone all the time and um so yeah you don't wanna you don't wanna stay stuck yeah and you need to do things and um so yeah there's There's all these elements that I describe in detail then, um, but those are the key elements, you know, that you need to think about. So yeah, it's it's a a lot lot
0: to to consider.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But if you, if you consider those and you know those and you make it a priority and you kind of, you know, go in my book, I have checklist, like check, Mm. check, check, you know, it's, it's, It's pretty smooth afterwards. I was just going to
2: say, I really like how, you know, you don't sugarcoat it like a lot of, uh, you know, people want to, you know, do. And you're all about taking small steps. So it takes the weight off of, you know, like not looking at this big picture. Like, how the heck am I going to be living in, you know, South America in a year? You know, it's, it's about, OK, month one, let's do our research on, you know, the climate, the the job market, you know, what I can do there and, and really specialize in, and, you know, in those little tasks and then start learning the language a few months in. You know, like if you if you really checklist it, like you're you're demonstrating, you know, in your book, I did just get your book. I haven't made it, you know, but like three or four chapters in so far. Um, but I'm loving so far what I've read, you know, as you've demonstrated already, you've done a great job already putting in a good amount of like Great things here, and I mean the TED talk was uh really what dove me into just like wanting to get into your book. And I really, I can't say enough. People need to start, you know, with that and then check the book out for sure. It um, it's refreshing, you know. I just, I really enjoyed it.
3: Yeah, thank you. And talking about that TED talk, that was really my, you know, taking the next step in life. And and that, it you don't have to move abroad. You know, mm. maybe you want to start your own business. Yeah, maybe you want to make a i don't know get another degree or or it doesn't matter whatever goal or dream you have in your life for me it's moving abroad but for others it can be anything um and 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 it's the same with everything you know you you in my TED talk i mentioned you know like a recipe Mm -hmm. you know you don't you don't make a cake what do you do you follow a recipe right i mean Mm -hmm. you don't run a marathon if you never ran two miles you start with one mile and five Mm -hmm. miles and And cooking a a cake is the same thing, you know, you take a bowl, you take the flour, you take the sugar, you add this, you add that, you take all the steps, then you put it in the oven and then you get a cake. You don't take Mm. the bowl, put it in the oven and boom, you have a cake. No, you don't. You (laughs) follow the recipe. It's as easy as that. And no matter what you want to do in life and related to my second talk is um, stop comparing yourself to others because when it comes to a goal or a dream, yes, you need to take the small steps. But while you're doing that and that's why i found my my second TED talk about stop comparing yourself to other people and feel bad Mm. no look at other people that inspire you look at those people that have achieved your goal and your dream Mm. if you want a certain career then go and talk to those people that have a career when i wrote my first book awaken your confidence i had no idea about writing books but i talked to a lot a lot of authors like how did you start? You know, what did you do? And how do you really start thinking about it? And what mm. do I need to add? And I had all these kind of questions. So no matter what your goal or dream is, that's the first step. Like find those people that have it, mm. you know, and, and, and don't start putting those thoughts in your mind. Like these 80,000 thoughts a day we have like, Oh, but I'm not good enough, but I'm too old, but my family and I have kids and I don't know. And fine, then don't.
1: Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but,
3: if you want something then and another big thing that I keep talking about is select your tribe you know the people around you they're so 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 important you know I I said I let go of quite a number of people and I don't care. I learned that Mm. because why do I need to feel obligated to call this person just because they say, oh, you don't call me every week, so now you're not my friend anymore. (laughs) I mean, Mm. sorry, then I'm not, you know, I'd rather hang with people that I know that if I talk to them once every six months, but I get some good inspiration and motivation, that makes me happy, that makes me grow. And and, and they're not going to complain like, oh, you don't call me every week. Well, no, because I'm busy, because I'm trying to grow, because I'm developing myself, because I'm learning things and they understand. And those are the people I choose, you know, and it means saying no to, you know, sometimes birdie parties and coffees where I have absolutely no interest in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We were having to talk about that the other day, actually, you know, learning to say no
0: yeah learn to say no and how to value your time so that you're putting it into things that are worthwhile and yourself i mean that's like what i guess what could be more important mm. and it may sound selfish but you need to have that introspection in order to improve yourself so you can be better to everyone around you and
3: yeah and society saying in general no is, yeah saying no is saying yes to yourself mm. saying, yeah. no to else is saying yes to yourself and you have to take care of yourself you know mm-hmm. and mm. before you can be a good person to other person to other people it's it it, it, it is it's true I mean, it sounds selfish, yeah, but it's not. Yeah, you, know, you have to take care
2: of yourself. Yeah, I think people fear it's going to be selfish, and then it's overwhelming how good it feels to be like, no, I just stood up for myself in this scenario, and now I don't have to go through the torture of the hour and a half of not wanting to be in that scenario. And mm-hmm. it's really, it's good. It feels good.
1: Yeah, right? yeah, you do it once, and then
3: it goes better yeah, every time. Yeah.
2: Not do, don't do it all the time. We're not saying that, but. No,
3: no I said when you do it once, it goes. Oh
1: no I no mean, no. It, yeah. no! I was making a joke. Yeah, I was making yeah, a joke. Yeah 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 yeah. See what you mean.
0: And you I have to say, uh, your, uh, Ted talk on not comparing. I thought that that was such a great message because I feel like that's one of the biggest problems today. And especially mm. like, I mean, me and Matt, we grew up with like cell phones, but not ones that, you know, you could like go on Facebook with or anything like that. I feel like mm. even kids these days are like right off the jump. They're, they're uh, having mm. to deal with like yeah. that kind of social pressure on top of like, you know, high school, middle school, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that message almost needs to be echoed throughout, like, mm. ev- everywhere so that people like, yeah. you know, are, aren't having to try and live rock star lives on, on a minimum wage salary. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The way I described it in my talk is, and I, I just, you know, I, I, I'll mention it again because it, it's, it's it's just one phrase. It's that social media is a way to connect with each other. Mm. But in reality, it's a way of disconnecting with reality. Mm -hmm. You know, you disconnect because what is real? I mean, all the posts that you see, people post their best selves. Mm
1: -hmm. People post
3: their beautiful holiday and their, you know, when they have their makeup on and and how everything is going so nicely. And that's what you see. And then when you, and then you you start thinking, you know, if you're not, if you're not strong in yourself, you know, if you're not very confident in yourself, it's so easy to get lost and to say, oh, look at those and look at them and they have it all and they have this and they have Mm -hmm. that and I don't have nothing and I'm not good enough and I, I can't do that and you get all you know that's sad. Mm-hmm. And the thing is you don't see people show their best selves and their hide their mess. You know, yeah. you're not gonna see pictures of, you know, how bad they feel or, or how, mm. how how much hard work they put in. That the hard work is a thing. You know, they we show I mean I do the same thing. I like to show my achievements, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna post pictures every day about me sitting behind the computer hours and hours and trying to call people and connect with people and and no I show the results and I'll explain how I got there I do that but I mean I'm not gonna what's the you know you don't want to show you don't want to show all the hard Mm. work that goes in it it's hard to show that Mm -hmm. but a lot of times you know people oh you're so lucky Rachel you travel the world lucky (laughs) lucky i have to i have to earn money i have to get income i have to find my way around i have to dig it all out i have to do my research i have to do my preparation yeah you know
0: yeah it wasn't given to you it's not luck it's effort yeah yeah
3: exactly i mean i i want to achieve my goals and dreams and i will go for it and i will do that and i'm just I'm, i'm determined but it's there's no luck
0: this is full start. The show about those presumptuous pictures that studios were sure would spawn a franchise, but didn't.
2: So back on Eternia, yeah. yeah, Skeletor sort of locates the key on Earth
1: mm-hmm.
2: with Google Maps, <laughs> and then asks where his mercenaries are. He's had yeah. to walk past those mercenaries <laughs> to get into the room. Yeah, oh, his Skeletor <laughs> is rude. Go on. Okay, God. Film does not know what mercenaries are. Evelyn assembles them, but then introduces them to Skeletor
1: as his finest warriors. Are they his warriors, or are they freelancers? Okay, name them. Please name Um Come ah. on, come on. There's
2: at least one you There's one that's an easy one. Yeah,
1: I know. Because
2: some motherf***ers always trying and ice skate uphill. The
1: blade. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's two. Uh, <laughs>
2: look, the fact that we were able to name two you characters two. in this You named two. You were able to name
1: two. Instantly uh-huh. makes it better than Planet of the Apes. If you like that, you can hear more on iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, and Facebook at Full Starts Pod.
2: There's a lot to take from each one of your TED Talks. And I mean, the book is like, it took me right away. I just got it yesterday, and I've already gone through quite a few chapters. Um, is, is this your only book that you've written? Uh,
3: my first book was Awaken Your Confidence. Okay. So that's about self confidence, where I kind of show that self-confidence is something that you can Mm -hmm. learn because I used to be really shy and not talking and at all and uh, I really learned it and I kind of I interviewed a lot of people that are very successful in in many different types of careers and they all went through the same thing and that was Mm -hmm. amazing when I did all these interviews like wow they all went through the same thing like if you want something you have to overcome your fear you have to step out of your comfort zone you have to you know confront those fears and take action and that's how you learn to grow your confidence and that was such an eye-opener for me because i discovered it through my travels abroad Mm. you know because i i was facing so many struggles and challenges you know you arrive in a new country you have to make all these decisions on your own and you just you know keep confronting fears and challenges and you just grow so much as a person you know i really developed myself and then so, I did gain a lot of confidence. Heck, who would have known that I would be a TEDx talker and you're an international speaker? And here I am, I'm doing that. But it's all through facing fears and overcoming mm-hmm. challenges and surrounding yourself by the right people and thinking positive thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. really changing those negative thoughts and being so much more self aware and in a way selfish to be self-aware you know yeah yeah uh, otherwise you, you're not you're not gonna learn it and so i learned all these things and i put everything in that book and um so that was the first time the first book and then i co-authored two other books and um and then yeah living abroad successfully yeah
2: i'm starting backwards it sounds like that's a the first platform would be perfect to start with before i i started living abroad successfully but right, I'm going to read them in reverse, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Now is the, out of all of the places you lived, I have to ask is, do you have like a favorite or like one that you look back on and yeah. you're like, Oh man, that, that was amazing.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't discovered everything yet, so who knows it will right. change. But for now I would definitely say Spain uh, mm. because of the climb. I'm, I'm again, that's different for everyone. Like now I'm in Canada and some people are like, Oh, you know, skiing. I love skiing. I hate snow.
1: <laughs> oh no oh so, no I'm,
3: I'm in the sunshine coast there's no snow here in fact today's a bright sunny day and nice. um yeah so so no no no. snow is not for me I'm, I'm so again it depends on everyone but for me spain because of um i need um beach ocean and sun and warmth and i just get mm. so much energy from the sun and the warmth and i it, it'll never be too warm for me so yeah, so, yeah, close by the ocean, the, the, the sound of the water and the waves and, and, and the warm climate. So now I'm, I have the ocean. I have a view on the ocean, actually, where I'm standing right now. I have the sun, but it's cold.
0: Yeah, those Canadian winters do yeah, get yeah. a little chilly. <laughs> but it's yeah. not just
3: that. It's also because in Spain, people, uh, because of the climate also, people live outside and you get to socialize so much easier. You know, in countries like Belgium and Netherlands and Denmark and Norway, people are, because of also the weather, you know, it's colder and people stay inside. It's like 6 p.m., it's dark, doors are closed, you know, windows shut. (laughs) You don't don't connect easily with people. And it's so important to have these social connections with people. And in those countries, it's so much harder to really find those connections and things to do. So you can get lonely Mm. really easily. And in Spain, you just... Mm. You're outside a lot, and you just talk to anybody you meet in the street or in in you know, and and that that makes life yeah more pleasant, much more pleasant. Yeah,
2: mm. that, is, that isolation from the weather, yeah, didn't yeah. even factor that in. That is kind of crazy. You do you would imagine. I mean, that's why California. When I go there, I feel like you meet so many more people easily.
3: Yeah.
2: people are out doing things. Yeah. Right. It's it's yeah.
3: you know the isolation is the worst thing. You know, I mean, I'm I'm uh, um, and and and. There's also discussion like, okay, you know, I I help a lot of people that are single because I am single and, you know, if you have a family or a husband, um, is it easier or not? You know, that's a discussion that's always ongoing like, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, it's easy because you're alone um, and, you know, you can just go wherever you want. You're free to go where you want. That's what I hear. Mm -hmm. Yes, but it also means that I have to make every decision on my own, that I have Mm -hmm. to figure out everything on my own, that I have to have enough income and I can't you know, rely on my husband or partner for income because Mm -hmm. a lot of people do. Um, And so it's just different. I'm not going to say one is best or, you know, better than the other. Mm -hmm. It's different. But when you're alone, I do have the importance of meeting people because otherwise Mm -hmm. you can get really isolated. And if you are with a family, you always have somebody to talk to. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can make decisions together and you can discuss things together. Having said that, I still... You know, I still see all the benefits of being alone, and I encourage mm-hmm. people not to feel lonely because I find that I meet more people when I'm alone because I'm alone. Mm-hmm. You know, just think yeah. about at the airport you're sitting there, or I just go to a city, I sit on a bench and I just easily talk to people. If you're with a partner, you're not going to make connections. I mean, right.
1: people yeah. are
3: not really going to come up to you and talk to you or whatever. So I'm sure yeah. you
0: learn a lot about yourself too traveling alone. Yeah. yeah. I was
2: gonna say it's got to be if there's an element of being so freeing too. I mean, nobody to answer to, nobody to have to worry about responsibly. You know, there's and a,
0: then you're deciding, like you said, what you do for that yeah. day, and it get you. You're forced to sort of make that decision and say, yeah. like, what do I like? What yeah. do I want to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's
3: true. It, it's it's a sense of freedom and it's a sense of. When you have to make decisions like where will I live, what will I, you know, where will I rent, which electricity company do I need, which phone company, those are the kinds of decisions that sometimes I wish, oh, I, I wouldn't have to make alone. You know, those are yeah. kind of harder to make alone. But yeah, then comes you know, the 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 freedom of deciding you know where I want to go and and what yeah. I want to do. That's true. Yeah. And I don't need yeah. to tell someone, hey, I'm leaving now and I'm coming back at five. No, <laughs> I don't care. You know? yeah. So, yeah.
0: No checking in.
2: <laughs> yeah. Seven o'clock tonight, you can decide you're going to be in South America in three months. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know, uh, Yeah, there's definitely advantages to both. And, uh, you know, I think for you personally, this has helped you, you know, build your own recipe to say, you know, and you've picked out and and weeded through all the lessons and and kind of compiled the best ones that you've noticed in your lifetime. And you're trying to help, you know, with everybody else and distribute them. And I think, you know, a lot of people are are fake out there these days trying to, you know, put out images. And I really enjoy yours because you've lived it. There's proof in the pudding, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's what I like, you know, and all these stories you, you, you give us with, your know, you know, the lesson at the ends of them, basically, it's just, I, I like the proof, you know, it just adds to it. You know, I know you're authentic and I'm looking forward to everything you do. I really, I, I enjoy uh, the book so far and now I got to go back to read the other one. So yeah. And follow <laughs> me on YouTube. It. You
3: know, I'm trying to, yeah.
2: um, i see that, yep. that
3: this year I'm going to really focus on YouTube and make a lot of short videos like, Hey, now I'm here and this is what mm. I'm doing. And, and, um, and how I'm doing it, you know, so I can really show people and, um, yeah. So, so
2: do you have a podcast? No. You should get one. You should get one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would listen to
1: it for yeah, sure.
2: You should get a podcast going
0: even short form or something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't I have like, to be long. Like yeah.
3: Short and sweet. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yep. The message of the week. <laughs>
2: with Rachel Smets. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, again, we're looking forward to everything you do and hopefully we'll have you back on sometime.
3: Yeah, I'd love to. Hey, I, I mean, I can keep talking forever, but um, just throw all the links that I gave you um, in the description or um, on your side. So people can find me. I'm here for any questions about living abroad and or um, or cultural or yeah, and just keep following me on YouTube and I'll uh, keep sharing mm-hmm. inspiration and motivation. And remember, if you can dream it, you can do it. And another quote that I love, love, love is life changes and so can you.
0: Nice.
1: Mm.
2: Very nice. Very Those nice. are very good. Never yeah. too old
3: to change.
2: I love it. Very I true. love it. And that's Rachel Smets across the board. Easy to find. We found her within seconds and uh, definitely go to Amazon. You can get her book there. Nice and easy. Living Abroad Successfully is the most recent one. And uh, yeah, just nothing but positive here. We Love it. Love it. And uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in with us. We love each and every one of you. Until next time, that's
0: it. There you go.
2: Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com,
0: where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker.
2: We're smoking America, America. we pass I'm passing a
0: message. I'm mapping America, in America. I'm psyching America, America. we talking America, America. we blazing America, this is America. We're America,
2: We're America, i mission, better pay attention, man. I gotta get it. Tell my fucking digits. Hit the fucking limit. Shit, I'll never finish,
3: but I'll end up winning even though I'm sitting. Give me a minute, give me a minute, think about the second set of passing, man I gotta go and get it, grab it, why you gotta go and actin' savage,
1: Smoking weed I gotta feed the habit, now I'm on some other shit, things that I gotta go get, medical all of my slip. you falling like dominoes bitch, stuck in my ways, fuckin' high days,
2: fuckin' sideways in the driveway, we smokin' America, we passin', and passin'. I'm America, I'm mappin' America, I'm sackin' America, we jokin' America, we blazin' America, we blazin' America, Second America we're America America we, we, we passing pass America. 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 I'm mapping America I'm
1: second America we talking America America